definitely my era of classic rock. Like, uh... Like 60s, fuzzy surfy stuff? Mid-60s, late 70s. Like, mid-60s, late 60s, to late 60s. Definitely. I know, I'm a 70s boy. I know. I even like rock from the 50s. I love... I, I love Buddy Holly and Chuck Berry. You look like Buddy Holly. Like... That should be a, that should be your Halloween costume one day. I could probably pull it off. Sometimes it depresses me how many male rock stars I could totally pull off. Why? Because you're white. What no. does it have to do with being white? No, it's because I'm a girl. Are you calling them effeminate? Are you saying that they're effeminate? No, I'm saying I look like a man, which is why I could like. Oh. I can pull off. Buddy, Buddy Holly wasn't exactly manly. I'm saying like because he was like slender and kind of like soft looking. Okay. That's why I said that. No, I'm like, I'm not, I don't expect you to be out here looking like Bob Seger anytime soon. No, it's true. Okay, so it's like, sure, maybe the more boyish ones are the ones that I can pull off, and I guess I should be thankful for that. Like, maybe the boy from Weezer. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rivers Cuomo. Rivers Cuomo. Or maybe they all just have glasses. I guess Joey Ramone a lot. Yeah, but again, like, that's your aesthetic down. Okay, okay. Converse torn up jeans and like hair in your face. And a leather jacket. Like, it's pretty spot on. I'm not doing it on purpose. I wonder if we're putting, if I'm gonna keep all of this in the episode. Is it recording? <laughs> of course it's recording. Do you know me to, like, waste any good audio? No, I'm um, sure not. <clears throat> anyway, after all that bullshitting, hey Bev, how you doing? Pretty good. Hey, I'm excited. Guys, welcome to Song Mess. I mean, we were just talking about some bullshit, but like, you know, we were also listening to some musica. What was that, Beth? That was the Ghetto Brothers. They were a band that was also a gang, or a gang that was also a band. Um, You know, sometimes you lose focus. Yeah, in in the South Bronx. I'd like to, if you lost focus, I would love it to be a story where like, they were supposed to be a gang, but then they got distracted and started playing, uh, like salsa influenced rock and roll i like the idea of art imitating life and then life imitating art it yeah so and then which is which quien sabe and this is a story that you can't believe is true so it's wait wait were they really a gang in the south Bronx? yeah kind of you know in like um they were puerto rican kids and it was not necessarily like a necessarily a violent gang more like a motorcycle gang with um you know kind of a serious Latin power, um, political vibe, and no motorcycles. So the Infierno's Angels. Yeah. Okay, cool. A little bit like that. And, um, you know, they were very, like, uh, Puerto Rican power um, and, you know, kind of political. And they had they have some political songs, but I really like that one. Um, they also had romantic songs. The whole album, uh, Power Forza, is really great to okay, check cool. out. Um, I recommend it. So why don't you tell the folks at home slash on the train slash on the treadmill uh, what today's theme is? Today's theme is we're all going to be playing classic old songs, some of which you may have heard, some of which you may not have heard. And I picked them all out. And Richard says I can do whatever I want this episode. So you just sit that, tight. That sounds lewd. It... It's lewd. <laughs> anyway, oops. Um, I've got an, the, the next song is not very lewd, okay. but it is it is a delight to the ears. We're gonna go to East LA and hear a song by the Midnighters called, or the Midnighters called "Dreaming Casually." Dreaming casually. Here we go. Roll the clip.
sail a while Just one sail a while I wish you would come up to me Tell me what you'd like to be Would you like to be rich and famous Sure no one else could blame us For dreaming casually Once in a while Just once in a while If we let our cares just drift into space We can always find the time and the place Saturn or it may be Mars Though both of us just searching the stars Just dreaming casually just had the conversation we just had oh where i'm you don't think i'm gonna say that you we're drinking scissor on air you must not know me man i think that you should burst in and explain that at some point and then i i will be like let me clarify so i'm joined by the future <coughs> <laughs> like the dirty sprite the dirty vino you should really really say that I, that's because that's a good line the dirty vino yeah maybe that's what the episode is like called. here we are with young beverly Yes! Young Beverly. Y-U-N-G. Yes, you better down! I just did. Oh, no. The scissor is Blame it on the scissor. Am I even allowed to say scissor? It's fine. I'm not triggered. It's fine. Just once in a while If we'd all forget about the past Days ahead, much more to last. I've been told before the end is nearing, but nevertheless, I can't go on fearing when I'm dreaming casually. Once in a while, just once in a while. So let's actually, like, work. Tell me a little bit uh, about the Midnighters, please. Well, uh, they were a Chicano band. They had a couple hits, and they were wildly popular in East L.A. in the mid-1960s, and they had a lot of really groovy songs like this that are just still loved to this day. It's very sweet. Yeah, they had one song called... Chicano power, you know, they had some political tracks. They were a little bit like um, musically like the Ghetto Brothers that way. Um, but they also had a lot of just like super sweet slow dance or, you know, slow cruising tunes like this. And this song is called Dreaming Casually, right? Yep. I dig it. I dig it. Okay, Beth. So what's next? Let's see. Well, we've been to New York. We've been to L.A. Now we're going to go to Michigan, and we're going to hear a song that everybody knows by Question Mark and the Mysterians. We're going to listen to 96 Tears, because 
Mm, I would say a lot of people know this, but maybe not everybody knows it. It's a know. classic song. I, I I couldn't like tell you lyrics off the top of my head, but I have heard the song for sure. Well, everyone knows the song, but I'm not sure that everyone really is aware that like Question Mark and the Mysterians were like an important influence on like garage rock, proto punk, mm-hmm. you know, super important influential band. Um, they were all Latino. Their really? parents were um, the members there. It was like there was two brothers and some friends and their parents were all um, migrant farmers from Texas who settled in Michigan. Wow. And the rest is rock and roll history. Look at God. So we're going to, this is my excuse to listen to one of my favorite songs. All right. So this is the Mysterians with uh, question mark in the Mysterians. I'm sorry. Question mark in the Mysterians with 96 years. <laughs> transition at the end of the song girl well we talked over the song because we've all heard it i've got another song that you have heard before i but doubt it i love it and i grew up with it 
and it's by another band that's part of the Hispanic world. This is Los Bravos from Madrid, who had a global hit with Black is Black in the mid-60s. And we're going to listen to it because I like it, even though everyone's heard it a million times. Okay. heard this song. The opening sounds like the beginning of Sugar Pie Honey Bench. See, to me it sounds a little bit like, like the theme to Cat Dog. It's a classic! I don't know about music. Talk to me about the new Alex Ambanter song. Well, I, have the, I have the same thing where people are like, you know, um, what's considered important anymore. I don't even know. I'm going to Colombia for a Kalimuta show. What do you think my life is? I mean, yeah. Well, I've, I've kind of done that. I Once I went to the fest only because I really wanted to see Lemuria, and I kept missing them when they were in Atlanta. Who's Lemuria? They're a pop-punk band. And where did you go see them? Gainesville, Florida. That's where the fest is. That's very... It's just called The Fest. It's very specific. So do we have a cultural context for these songs? Like, or a historical context, would you say? What do you want me to say? I don't know. Like, I mean, is there more to it, or have you just really kind of, like, been feeling oldies? It's just rock and roll, man. Okay. I dig it. I mean, hey. I, like, I appreciate that this is where your, like, musical brain is at right now. 
there's no hook for it. Sometimes I just get really fucking sick of listening to whatever the hot new thing is. And I'm like, you know what? I really just want to listen to Marky Moon a few times mm. for the rest of my life. Sometimes um, Frank Ocean just doesn't cut it. Yeah. So this is like, this is just, this is me rebelling against like keeping up on new music. You know what? It was like, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of the hot new single. Mm. I want to listen to... Well, what I want to listen to now is Los Psychos. Oh, okay. So, See, he, finally a band I know. See, I know things. I, yeah. I do music. There's going to be a few more I think you'll, you'll probably have heard. Uh-huh. Good luck. I like uh, this song that we're about to hear from this Peruvian proto-punk. Many people call them the first punk band ever, which mm. is not unfair. Um, it's something I think you could debate all day. But definitely uh, an early progenitor of the punk rock sound that we all know and love now. And you're going to hear it a lot on this song, which I think is my favorite song by them, El Entierro de los Gatos. all the way back in the 1960s in Lima, Peru. I'm just going to let that simmer with you guys for a minute. I mean, it's nuts to me that like they sang like this in the 60s. Um, what's the song again? El Entierro de los Gatos. Do you know what that means? No. It means the burial of the cats. Or burying of the cats. I get it. Alright. So it's like Pet Cemetery was ripped off. It ripped off this song. Oops. That's that's cool because the Ramones have a song called Pet Cemetery too. Well, that's what I was. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you thought I was doing the Stephen King. Right. Anyway, yeah. we can cut that out. No. B movie horror, all inspired by Los Psychos. Right. Come on, yeah, Peru. yeah, totally. Los Psychos was the Ramones before they were the Ramones. Exactly. And I'm into it. Honestly, sometimes I think they did it better. It really is nuts that they were singing like this in the '60s in Peru. Or maybe we shouldn't be surprised, because uh, we're going to hang around Peru for a little while longer. And I'm going to tell you about that in a minute. Wendy Sulca? No. No. 
All right, so that soothes my soul. Um, Damn, and what the hell is up with your soul if the song soothes it? Let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> um, but we're going to stay in Peru because clearly we're on a roll here. And now we're going to hear a song by Los Wemblers de Iquitos. And the song is called Llanto en la Selva. And that means the cry in the jungle or the forest, right? Yeah, like the the weeping, yeah, or the the yeah, the weeping in the for in the jungle, in the jungle. So, these guys are uh like the great pioneers of Amazonian psychedelic cumbia and so they started in the late 60s and that's all I'm going to say. Okay, so we're going to take this head trip uh, to also take a little vino break, um, and we'll be right back. Thank you. 
Okay, so, you know, listening to this, it's clear where Meridian Brothers are getting some of their influences from. Hello. That's exactly where I was going to go with this. I dig it. I'm really into this. This is from Peru, right? Yep. 60s? Yeah, late 60s. I'm definitely getting that in the in the fuzziness of the sound, but I really do like that it's just like that. For seminal and foundational. Right. Well, I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit about why. All right. Like, I mean, just because it's old doesn't make it legendary. True. Although I think, like, some of them it speaks for themselves, like, why they were, like... It was, it was like, so these were these great sounds that were, like, part of, like, classic rock and roll by, Did you, you know, say, the, did you say, for example, like, when this came out? Because I think this it's really interesting to, like... 1968? Yeah, I think it's really interesting that this is, like, 60s cumbia. No, I mean, I don't have very much to say about it because I don't know very much about it, but I really do appreciate that it's, like, this, you know, it's classic cumbia. I mean, it kind of, like, laid a lot of groundwork down for a lot of what we're listening to now, and not just that, but, like, also the more experimental psychedelic aspects of cumbia, which I think are really, really cool. Word, yeah. Never make the mistake of thinking psychedelic cumbia is a new thing. Right. It, it is not. It's just been evolving for a very long time, which is why it's the jam. Um, speaking of which, uh, we're not done with the Peruvian psychedelic cumbia. Oh, crikey. I really want you to hear uh, this song by Waneko Isukambo, which is also another great trippy as heck uh, 1960s cumbia band from Peru. And the song I want you to hear is Perdido en el Espacio, Lost in Space.
Okay, man, so, like, that was space, and now we're going to come down to Earth. There's a couple bands that um, I've been checking out because uh, when I interviewed uh, the Los Angeles group Chicano Batman, um, Bardo Martinez listed these bands as influences, and you can really hear that when you listen to them. So this first band is still Peruvian. It's uh, Los Pasteles Verdes, which means the green cakes. Uh, yes, although in many pla- parts of Latin America, pasteles are like uh, not sweet, but like more savory items. Like in Puerto Rico, they're made of corn, and same in, uh, not corn, um, uh, yes, corn, and in, um, in DR, they're made of platano. Interesting. Well, this group spent a lot of time in Mexico, and it's like just, to me, it's just really great 70s psych pop. And the song I want to play as an example, um, although it's really worth uh, digging into a lot more of their discography, but this song is called Esclavo y Amo. What? (laughs) I am not prepared for what we're about to listen to. I think you are. It's not that deep. Give it to me softly. something I really like about it. Like, it's dramatic. It's melodramatic. It's very noir. It's sensual? I can see, like... What do you call it? Like, um... Someone... Like a wanderer. Someone that's just lost in time and just, like, you know, walking the earth. I could see Lana Del Rey covering this. I could totally see that. With a Snapchat filter and an H&M t-shirt. For a fake metal band. Yeah! De noche, cuando me acuestas, a Dios le pido. Tan 
can carry on to Chile. Oh, yay! Home. And here's some great uh, 60s type pop from Los Ángeles Negros. The song we can just go right into is Evolvere. Okay, wait, there was a lot of accent there. So, I'm sorry. This I was trying, I think that came out as French because we're drinking wine. It was, yeah, it wasn't like, because it wasn't it like, was, oh, gringa. It was, it just didn't sound like Spanish. It sounded like Italian or something. I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to like pronounce things better, man. I'm, no, I'm Evolvere. That's, that's how it sounds in my American Spanish I'll accent. I'll take it. And again, this is Los Angeles Negros, right? Los Angeles Negros. I featured. I didn't do so bad with that, right? No, no, no. You slayed it. Amor a Dios No se puede continuar Ya la magia terminó Ahora tengo que marchar Será mejor Seguir nuestra soledad Si hoy el cielo se cubrió, quizás mañana brille el sol. No sufras más, quizás mañana nuestro llanto quede atrás. Y si me dices que tu amor me esperará, tendré la luz que mi sendero alumbrará. Nuestro amor renacerá. 
Oh man, so this has happened again. So wait, this is like a meme, this song. Really? I think. I just liked it. Maybe I'm just drunk. Maybe I've never heard it. I know absolutely know this melody. This song is like in it's, every like commercial. Like this song is super famous. It's pretty familiar to me, and I do admit it's a little bit like maybe like tacky lounge. Yeah. Kind of a vibe. But I mean, at this point, like we're really kind of past that line. Like I'm really into like. I thought it was a good yes. progression, you know, to slowly boil you guys alive with cheese. Um, I mean, I'm into, like, it's fondue like, mess. It's like, like fondue, yeah. Which And this is from the 70s or the late 60s, so it works. This is Meta- a super the metaphor works. song. Well, okay. And it's also supposed to be really corny, right? Like, it's a joke. Um... It's cor- uh, It's definitely corny. I don't know if it was purposely corny. Cause, okay, because this is like a live replay of what happened um, maybe 15 years ago when I found out that Mana was not cool. Ooh. Well, 15 years ago, Mana might have still been cool. Well, I mean, um, I don't know. I moved to Las Vegas, and uh, one of my friends' friends, when I was, like, meeting all their friends, is from Mexico. And And so you gambled on your credibility. Well, I I had no idea that credibility was at stake. I was just like, (laughs) yeah, I'm an ah. And he's like, no. No, all of them. No, no. Beverly, no. And I'm like, can we just, he's like, no. I mean, you know, but you live and learn. I mean, Mana is not unlike Mexico's Nickelback. Which yeah. I had no idea. Nickelback had a couple of good ones. <laughs> they had their moments, like two moments. He's humoring me. He's trying to make me feel better. Oh, I'm not that kind. By the way, we are accepting sponsorships from Vino Verde companies. Mm-hmm. And Jarritos. Yes, also Jarritos. If you are listening, um, we want to be your like biggest sponsoree. We will we will rep you all day long. You I can will... pay us in mandarina and tamarindo flavors. That's fine. We don't actually need money. We can live off this. Also the grapefruit flavor. That's cool too. And a quesadilla if you have it. This episode is the most. <laughs> it was the most real quick. Woo! So Richard, you're saying this song isn't cool? I never said that. I live for this song, girl. But then again, when did I tell you that I was cool? I'm like, you're, I'm out here you're, voguing to this. You are way cooler than me. I didn't say that was not the case either. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I mean, like, at a zero, you're still a negative two. But, oh, no, never mind. Anyway, okay, this song is cool. This song is super cool. All right, what do we got? All right, so uh, a guy I know who is super cool in El Salvador. Hi, friend. Just told me about this band called Crisis. Oh, you mentioned this. Yep. Late 70s, early 80s, they were around, and definitely serious proto-punk vibes. Let's listen to Wired. Okay, and this is the song Crisis? No, the band is Crisis, the song is Wired. Everyone else heard me. And Richard is also Wired. Got it! (laughs) 
right, so right off the bat, I'm getting Zeppelin vibes. I want to be like, baby, 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 baby. Like, this is, I'm into it. But, you know, like a little, also still like, okay, so like, you know, Zeppelin, hard rock, but then like leading into like a little bit of like proto-punk, pub rock, slightly psyche. So it's like, you know, maybe some saints, a little hawk wind. Those are words to me, but you said, um, we'll talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stick to the, to the safe comparison here and be like, I'm getting Zeppelin and I'm really into this. Like, okay. But if you listen, isn't it a little bit like a, a little, little Zeppelin meets Sabbath maybe? Okay. Yeah. I'm with kind of like that, that rumble that you associate with motorhead. No, but I'm intrigued with it being in English and El Salvador. Like I, in the 80s? Like, I don't know. I just feel like that's... El Salvador is not, in my head, what I associate with as the most rockingest place. So... I think I think there are some Salvadorans who would argue with you. I think you would argue with me because of that piece that you just wrote, which I'd love to hear a little bit more about. Maybe even it, on radio, plug your chicle. It hasn't come out yet, but uh, I have been working for like a year on a story about hardcore in El Salvador. I think it's a really interesting scene, and um, I don't know. Since I've never been to El Salvador, I hope that no one comes after me with pitchforks when I get everything wrong. What if pitchfork comes after you with pitchforks? Um, that would be meta? Well, at least someone from pitchfork would be getting in touch with me then. Hey, come on, success. All publicity's good publicity. I hope so, because... Negative publicity is the only kind I'm likely to get anytime soon. Okay, so, you know, um, <clears throat> you know I, I can't stay quiet. And so I, I had to bring in, like, my own little bullshit. Um, and I'm really excited about uh, what I brought in. Because um, I tried to stick to the theme of, like, oldies. And so this is my version of oldies that I can, like, actually make relevant. Because, you know, oldies is what I live in. Um so, Javier Amena's first album, Esquema Juveniles, just turned 10, or is about to turn 10. It's like, it's August, September. This, this is like when it came out. Um, Someone out there feels old right now. I know, right? Like, all my friends in Chile are like, girl! I mean, like, we're going to the shows, but girl! Like, um, and so, yeah, it, you know, this is a seminal album. This is, this is the album that, like, effectively kicked off the current sort of um, indie scene that's happening in Chile. It's really cool. And actually, coincidentally, my interview with Christian Hain just came out, which I'm really thrilled about. And fuck it. Show, shameless plugging um, on the interwebs. But no, um, yeah. And so this is a really important album in, in Latin alternative, if you will, uh, in modern you know Chilean music and modern Latin music. It's really important. It's the you know, singer-songwriter meets you know, a little bit of electronic music. This is like the slanted and enchanted of Latin indie, except it sounds nothing like that album. Mm-hmm. And so what I wanted to do was to honor it. I was like, oh, I could, I'd like, I was just like, oh, I'll play a song off it. And then I, you know, I remembered it. Like, I have a number of covers of songs off this album. And so I really wanted to, like, highlight those, like a tribute of a tribute. Um... So I, oh, dude, I'm so pumped. We should actually do an episode that's just all covers. I've been wanting to do that for a long time, so I will definitely take you up on that idea. Because I love covers. I do, too. Maybe remixes? I, I actually have a lot of good remixes. We're basically that meme of, like, two people, like, walking into a portal into the stars. Yeah, 
guess. I mean, right? We already look like memes half the time, though. Or Muppets. Or Muppets. Anyway, so I want to start the segment off. I, I have two songs. So I want to start a segment off with, like, um, this was, like, a big deal for Javiera. Javiera actually, like, highlighted this. She was like, holy crap. Jorge Gonzalez, the singer of Los Prisioneros, did a cover of the title track of Esquemas Juveniles. What? Yeah, and he did it in his bedroom. Someone just filmed that he's sitting on his bed on his guitar. And so, like, this is live, raw, just, like, in his bedroom. This is, like, a an icon of Latin American rock music doing bedroom music, which I think is so cool. I am so pumped. And also, I'm gonna let you finish, but... We should just do an all Los Prisioneros episode. Oh, girl, don't even. Like, I can't. Like, like that can was, we? That's the first, like, Latin music vinyl I've ever bought. I bought it at La Roma Records in Mexico City, and I lived. Corazones, baby. That's the album right there. But anyway, so we're going to bl- listen to Jorge Gonzalez's version of Esquemas Juveniles. Um, and yeah, just, you know, listen. Dig it.
So that was lovely. Yeah. Um, you know, again, he's one of the... Uh, Jorge Gonzalez is one of the great icons of Chilean, modern Chilean music. And um, I remember when this came out, like, because I, I was already a fan by then. This came out in, like, 2012, something like that. Actually, was I was reminded of this recently because it, like, it came up on, like, my Facebook memories. And I was like, oh, shit. I mean, oh. And, like, she, I remember her being really excited. She posted about this. She's like, I can't believe it, blah, blah, blah. You know, because she was already big then, and this this was just kind of like real sort of um, validation from from a music scene that, that tends to be a little snobby in Chile. Like, they, they tend to be very, like, eh, electronic music isn't music in Chile. So this is like, you know, when, like, Keith Richards was embracing Jack White or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I'm yeah. not sure that that even actually happened, but anyway. I had never heard of that, but that sounds brilliant. <laughs> um... So, uh, before I, I introduce and play the last song, I want to remind everybody that we are on the medias of socialness, um, on Facebook, on Instagram, and the Twitter. The Book of Faces. The Book of Faces. Libro de las Caras. Yes. Come on, scissor Spanish. Um, and so, yes, and you can find us on all of the medias at Song Mess. You can always email us, uh, your music, suggestions, you know, a dick pic, at songmessmusic at gmail.com. No dick pics for me. Um, none for her. Thanks. Your cue is that you usually tell them that we're on, on iTunes. We are on iTunes. <laughs> and the scissor has gotten the best of us. Um, Look, I have bronchitis. This is prescription. So Sweet Bev and Richard are going to sign off with this incredible song uh, by Jóvenes y Sexies from Venezuela. Uh, this is a cover of Como Siempre Soñé. And this is the, f I, I want to say the first project, but that may not be actually true. An early, early project of Ezequiel Berto, a.k.a. Algodón Egipcio. Um, and this is my favorite cover of Javier Amena and one of my favorite covers of all time. Um, and again, this is Como Siempre Soñé. I love the song. Shout out to Algodón Egipcio and shout out to Venezuela and shout out to Jóvenes y Sexys. Uh, this is Como Siempre Soñé. Hi, Checky. Bye, everybody else.
I could be on NPR. Yay! 